Welcome to the week five of the Money Talks edition on the Sharp app with the legendary sports executive, David Meltzer. I'm Jason Mizrahi. We're going to break down week five. We had a really successful week four, David. I think we crushed all but one bet. That one bet was the Bucks. that I guess we were a bunch of suckers thinking that Brady was going to go into Belichick's house and just dismantle the Patriots. That didn't happen, but we hit the Seahawks. We hit the Colts. We hit every bet we did have. So we had a great week, and I want to continue that this week. So I want to start in your hometown, your L.A. Chargers, actually going against your hometown team, I think, the the Cleveland Browns. So I'm going with the better quarterback here. I trust Herbert a lot more than Baker Mayfield. And I think these Browns have a, a better defensive team. But you saw the Chargers start playing a little bit better defensively with Bosa and the boys kind of doing their thing. So I like the Chargers at minus two in week five over the Browns. But what's your thoughts here with Herbert versus Baker Mayfield? Oh, I think they're both quality quarterbacks. And I think the edge goes to my boy, Justin Herbert. What you saw, not just, you know, as an accurate quarterback, but as far as processing when to run, when to pass, to keep the ball safe. You know, coming from all the years of Phillip Rivers, it was nice to see the kid two weeks in a row take it to the house when it counted, right? When the pressure was on and it was a seven-point game again and everything looked like the old Chargers, all of a sudden there was a five-minute drive for a touchdown to make it and show the new Chargers. And I think this is my pick of the week. I'm not being a homer. Uh, I just think that Chargers at home, uh, with the defense coming on, it reminds me, you know, of yesteryear of a team that's well-balanced, and even the special teams played well. Yeah, look, I just like the arm angle. I'm not a fan of the Phillip Rivers arm angle. That always made me yeah. like disgusted to look at every single week. Like, how's this guy throwing a ball? How's this guy in the NFL? But he was a good, you know, regular season, you know, non-crunch type type player. But then when it came into the playoffs, kind of didn't work out for him. Now, I want to see if – you lost the bet to me last week. You keep on backing Jameis Winston and these New Orleans Saints, but I'm on the Washington football team plus two to beat New Orleans. New Orleans is not scoring points. I'm, I honestly think it's one more week before Taysom Hill gets the nod and gets the start. I don't know if you saw his run last week, but he had about like five or six or seven tackles he broke through. He looks like the better quarterback for this offense without Michael Thomas and without too many wide receivers and a tight end that's, you know, going to get open. Jameis is really not moving this ball. Heineke led a game-winning drive to Atlanta. Atlanta, you know, just fell apart again. I got Washington plus two, you know, over the Saints. What's your thoughts here of the young quarterback going against Sean Payton and Jameis Winston? I'm still going to go with the Saints. I'm just not going to – I'm just not going to – <laughs> oh man uh like i i just think that you know some teams need a little bit of time and yeah they don't have the quality that they need in the receiver position but james winston still is the better quarterback and you know i trust sean payton with the decision that he made unequivocally um and i don't think you know in all fairness that you know washington is that great in coming into the superdome it's a different story so Let's see what happens, but I'm not going to bet you, so I'm not 100% sure. So stick with the Sharp app and the the Washington. I'm just giving my personal nod once again. I think this year, you know, remember last year was my Raiders and Derek Carr. 
this year it's James Winston and the New Orleans Saints. So go go bet your futures bets on the Saints next year because they're they're struggling right now. Right. I got a question for you, Dave. The Washington football team and that that defense was so good last year. What what could happen? There wasn't much changes going on. What mindset maybe happened, or what what paradigm shift happened to this team with Chase Young and they were the closest team to stop the Bucs and, and almost prevent the Bucs from moving on. And now they come into this season with some high hopes. And I know Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, got hurt. But defensively, that team for Atlanta to score all those points and they've been kind of dismantled every single week. What's wrong with this defense and what what changed? Well, you know, tendencies change. And it's what I talked about with the New England game, that if anybody knew the tendencies or the Achilles tendon of – you know, our, our boy over there, Brady, it would be Bill Belichick. And the defense played well against Brady. Here again, I think with Chase Young especially, that they figured out some tendencies because the Chargers shut him down. You, you know, he, he didn't do anything against the Chargers. And I think that if you can stop that one guy, all of a sudden you don't have to necessarily double team him. They now can pay attention. And it makes a big difference. Your defense is not a dominant if you don't have the destructive outside you know, rush that they used to have. And that's what it seems to me. He's just not getting to the quarterback and they're able to, uh, you know, more disperse uh, their offense without worrying about the quarterback getting crushed. So here's a team, you know, we talked about New England and we were wrong, you know, last week, or at least I was wrong. I'll take the L there. I, I definitely bet the box. I thought it was going to be a smash play. All of America thought they're going to run over the, the, the Pats and Mac Jones and all that kind of stuff. But now, you got a team in Houston getting nine and a half points, going to New England. New England's not putting up a bunch of points. They're they're in games, but they're not putting up a bunch of points. Their offense doesn't have the weapons. That's why Cam, you know, struggled. That's why, you know, Mac Jones is going to struggle. They don't really have a run game. They won't really have wide receivers that can get any real separation. So I don't see a way that they go out there and just blow out Houston, you know. Nine and a half points is a bunch of points here. So I love you know Houston nine and a half. Look, we have to play some bad teams and, and bet the teams that nobody really wants to bet and take the points. I don't see New England beating anybody this year by 10 points unless they start scoring some defensive touchdowns. So how do you feel about the Texans at nine and a half over New England? Yeah, you're just, you're just betting New England is not going to score a defensive touchdown because the only win, the way they beat the spread is to have a defensive touchdown. That'll make a, a difference in a three to four point game. So if you don't believe New England is going to score that defensive touchdown, you got to take Houston into the points. Yeah. So now let's slide over to another quarterback that week after week, the guy is a gamer, putting up a bunch of points, fantasy relevant. Everybody was questioning this kid. You know, coming in, Jalen Hurts, is he going to be an NFL-style quarterback? And I think he's proved most people wrong because most people didn't think he's going to be what he is. And then on the other side of the ball, Sam Darnold, who could never get things going for the Jets. And reason being is the Jets are a pretty bad organization. They never had an offensive line to protect them, never had a run game, never had a wide receiver one. But now in Carolina, you know, he started with McCaffrey, now he's got Chubba Hubbard, who's in there, you know, filling in the role. And he has DJ Moore, who's a clear-cut number one. But I spoke to our guy, Statsational, John Alessia, and he loves Philadelphia at plus three and a half. So I'm going to back him in that. And I actually like the over in this game because 
Philly's defense is not good. You know, they're they're letting up a bunch of points week in and week out. So I like the over 45 and a half. And I also going to back our guy, John, with, with the Eagles plus three and a half against Carolina. How do you see this game shaking out between Jalen Hurts and Sam Donald? I love the over. I absolutely love the over. Uh, you know, and if it was three, I'd be very, very confident. I always – it makes me nervous the three and a half. But I definitely am leaning towards Philly as well. It's hard to go against the man himself, the stat stational himself. So I'm going with you guys. Philly plus three and a half, and especially I love the over. So, David, before we let you go here, I know we want to have a quick hitting show. Give out winners. So we got Washington plus two over New Orleans. Houston plus nine and a half over New England. Philly plus three and a half over Carolina. You got the Chargers minus two over the Browns, and then the over in the Philly game of 45 and a half. But, Dave, I want you to give everybody a nugget because, you know, you're into sports and you have the experience. You're an executive. You're running businesses and helping people in all different walks of life. What would you tell to, you know, we broke it down a couple of weeks ago, you know, how to deal with winning streaks and, and losing streaks. But I want to ask you, how do you refine your process week to week to get better? You know, is it being more self-aware and finding your weaknesses? Or what would you suggest to, to refining processes when you're even doing good or doing bad, but, you know, just trying to find a way to get better each week in and week out? You know, here on, you know, the Sharp Money Talks, it's about knowing timing and risk tolerance and taking inventory of what you're doing. You know, I think a lot of times we're losing. We talked about this uh, earlier about if you just keep, you know, trying to catch up, if you don't take a stand on what are my timing and risk tolerance of what I'm doing and determine upon whether it's here or fantasy or any other area of your life to understand the parameters of, you know, what am I looking for? What are my expectations? Not only of what, but when and also who. And I think that applies to gambling uh, in what we're doing today is I'm looking at each of these scenarios of the timing uh, for the teams and for myself and what risk tolerance I'm looking at. Notice when I'm looking and now analyzing what's going on, I'll say, if you think there's going to be a defensive touchdown, then this, if you believe Belichick knows Brady's Achilles heel, then that's too many points. If you don't, this is going to be a huge blowout. That was the only way they were going to, make it close. And look, let's be honest, in the rain, in the wind, a 56-yarder, that's a little bit closer than anybody on Tampa Bay or anybody on Belichick's team believed it was going to be. And But for another inch or two, that game would have went the other way. And everybody, even the money line betters, like I said, uh, would have been shocked. Yeah, no, I believe that. And like you said, timing is everything with what you're doing. And there's days where you should push it and you you've done enough research. And you know, if I if I see a bet that I see John also liking, that gives me more confidence to say, you know what? This is probably a really solid bet. Let me throw an extra unit on it. If I see a bet I like that John doesn't like, then I'm like, maybe I should pull this one back or at least lessen my bankroll. And then, you know, pick your spots, refine your process, and be self-aware. You know, if you if we have this tracker in the app, so you can you can track all your bets. You can track your baseball bets, your, your football bets, and your basketball bets. Be self-aware. If you're not winning your baseball bets, don't force them, you know, and wait until you refine your process and start winning. And if you're winning more of your NFL bets, 
allocate more time and resources to your NFL bets. And, you know, a lot of people aren't self-aware. They don't do the their own due diligence to see how they're doing and how they're tracking. So definitely use the tracker and, and be honest with yourself and, you know, paper trade like they do in the stock market to figure out, hey, am I really am I really good at this? If not, if I'm doing it for entertainment purposes, then, you know, go ahead and do it for entertainment purposes and, you know, risk less and don't put so much of your money out there every single week. But, David, I appreciate oh, you stopping by. Or, okay. or anytime I bet you, they should bet on the team that you're betting because I think I'm defeated every single time. So I think the biggest sure thing we can give people is when you and I bet, make sure that you're betting on the same team Jason picks. So, so that means go ahead and lock in the Washington football team over the New Orleans Saints this week in week five. And make sure you check out all of our content throughout the week. John's going to be giving out free bets all week long. And we have a ton of bets at sharpbets.app. So all of our handicappers will be in there presenting bets on, on Saturday and Sunday for college football, NFL football. They had a huge week because I trailed a bunch of them and I was up a bunch of money on Sunday. So I was really happy of it because – I didn't have the best week in DFS. Travis Kelsey kind of let me down while Tyreek Hill just went bonkers. So I had the wrong side of that Chiefs game. But, David, I appreciate you stopping by, man. Always dropping knowledge on the app. Everybody can follow David at David Meltzer on every social media platform. You got a ton ton of TV stuff going on, too. So tell us what you going on, got going on on TV right now and where they can check you out. Yeah, well, we got on next Friday, October 15th, the launch of the first – nighttime entrepreneur show the late night office hours we have unbelievable billionaires millionaires entrepreneurs celebrities athletes entertainers from cameron diaz to sad guru to rob Deerdeck to ja rule we have the greatest names out there talking business just like we're here talking money with sports we're talking entrepreneurship and business there on bloomberg amazon prime we're you have tryouts for $50,000 of cash and prizes every episode on Two Minute Drill. So apply for season three, same networks of Two Minute Drill. Uh, those are available till November. It will be filming then. So win those 50000 in cash and prizes without gambling a thing. Just give me your two-minute pitch, and you could be a winner, just like Jason Mizrahi is a winner. Thank you so much for having me. I know Kevin's going to be uh, checking out that Ja Rule uh, interview because he's a big hip-hop head. And who knows? Maybe we can launch Kevin's uh, rap career, you know, through nice. the two-minute drill. You never know. So we're out of here. Everybody have a great week five, a profitable week five, and we'll be back next week breaking down our favorite bets of week six in the NFL.